This is how we do. We hit you up with the comic book reviews. This is how we do. We hit you up with the TV shows too. This is how we do. When you hang with the one month later crew, this is how we do. Just kick back and let us entertain you. Welcome back, everybody. We're uh, one month later here, talking about WandaVision number nine. Series finale, that's the title of the of the episode was series finale. I was actually watching this with my mother-in-law last night, and she <laughs> could not shut up about the fact that it's series finale. And I'm like, well, it's, it's an MCU, you know, like it's going to go into the Doctor Strange movie, blah, blah. But I have a couple of things to say about this. But before we start, I just want to say... One, it's not going to be the typical, please follow us on YouTube, blah, 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 which you should follow us on YouTube. You know, go, <laughs> go like and subscribe, follow us here on Twitch. Um, but number one, Jimmy Woo wasn't a villain, and I'm pissed. I'm mad. Like, why? Why, why are they going to go down that route, you know? Um, Jimmy Woo forever. Two. Jimmy Woo forever. <laughs> yes. Two, I will admit that I was wrong. I. I called Hayward an idiot, but not a bad guy. And then I watched him shoot at two kids. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, no, he's evil. Get, get, the, get this guy out of here. Can we roll that footage, manage, or can we roll that footage of you saying? Anyways, I somebody yeah. talking about <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that I said he's not a bad guy. He's just an idiot. But, man, that, that hurt. I really was hoping that he was actually just like, Trying to do his job to protect the people, but honestly, he was just a selfish prick. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. But without further ado, I'm going to hand you over to the guy who called. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That was Matt. I keep thinking it was Nick, but it was Matt. Sorry, Matt called the fact that it was a uh, Pietro was just some random guy living in that neighborhood. That's so stupid. But he called it. Congratulations. But I'm going to hand you over to Nick. What do you think? Alright, so this is the second issue out of the whole series where I actually had to write down notes because <laughs> uh, I'm going to warn you guys I don't think anyone really liked this issue this issue, this episode but I kind of dug it I kind of dig it, like I really wish there would have been more and we had some climatic thing but obviously they kept do, outdoing us all season long they had to underdo it, they're going to be underwhelming, it just, there was no Avoiding it. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, but the way, so as you said about uh, uh, Pietro being some random guy, I did enjoy how they explained that and how this whole time, the last like, three episodes, I've been like, where's Agatha's husband? And she keeps referencing, where is this guy? Where is this guy? Well, he, he wasn't her husband. It was the guy that was Pietro the whole time, which I thought was like a very funny and like, very clever way to use uh, the actor from X-Men to be Pietro while also not being Pietro. Hated it. Because I, I didn't know how they were going to do that. How are they going to bring this character in that everyone knows is Quicksilver and have the power to be Quicksilver and then just be some random guy that happens to be this character, this actor? The way they introduced it was, or explained it was Really clever for me because I didn't think they would have a good way of doing it, but they were just gonna leave it as a cliffhanger. Dude, I, I enjoyed that, I thought that was clever. 
Um, the vision, um, the vision fight, how it ended in talking, I thought was a very clever way to do that, and how they ended up in the library was really interesting. I didn't, you know, what other place for two super smart robots or animals, whatever they are, just be floating around, spinning in a library, talking, discussing. Um, I thought that was really well done. I thought there was a lot. This episode did a lot of things very that I thought were very clever. Um, the dialogue between Agatha and Scarlet Witch during the fight, the fight itself was underwhelming, but I liked the dialogue and I loved, loved how she used the rune trick on her. And then the whole, the, the, the final costume was phenomenal. Um, and what else do I have? Um, you know, a lot of us said this, like, sprinkled throughout, but we said that Agatha wasn't going to be good or bad. Like, she's not the villain, she isn't the big bad, and I feel like we got that answer, but she's not a big bad, she's a selfish person that wanted power. And it wasn't to, because she was going to like, oh, I'll help you, I'll control it, I'll give you whatever you want, whatever, she just wanted the power, she didn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Um... <laughs> We got the glimpses of photon of the photon powers, and uh, I thought that the ice cream truck slamming into the van was really cool. And I at the end of that episode was the first time I realized the joke about how when Wanda turned uh, the sword camp into a circus, it was basically a joke that that um. But the sword soldiers and everything were clowns. I knew what I was saying. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Like, it didn't click in my head until she was like, I was like, oh, she, she just called calling them a bunch of clowns. <laughs> that was really, like, that just clicked as it was being undone. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, and then the two end credit scenes. I thought that was a really good way to wrap up the episode uh, and the series. And, you know, give us cliffhangers, kind of. Um, that cabin at the end of the second one looks really familiar. Hulk. Is it Hulk? I was getting Wolverine vibes. I don't know why. I couldn't I that couldn't understand good. if it was Hulk or if it was, it was Winter Soldier. And so so uh, I was going to say, it gave, me, it gave me two vibes. It gave me Winter Soldier and it gave me Hulk, uh, um, Edward Norton Hulk. Bias. Yeah, but that was in like the middle of like South Africa, right? Or or South yeah. America. I I just mean that that cabin it just gave yeah. me that, that idea. But when Manny said Wolverine, it fucking gave me Wolverine vibes, dude. Yeah, from so from hard. the from the movie Logan, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I got initially. Yeah, I like and I liked how they tied it into the whole Galactic stuff, introducing the uh, the scroll and saying, "Hey, a friend of your mother's wants to see you." And she's like, where? And she just goes, "Hey, who do you who do you think that friend is? Do you think it's gonna be either Nick Fury or Talos?" It's it's not gonna be Nick. I don't think Nick Fury was friends with the mother. Maybe yeah, he was. But oh. I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling it's gotta be like a powerful scroll. Okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the base that we saw and the reason we all didn't like the sword setup and headquarters is because that's not sword headquarters. Yeah. The sword headquarters are up in space, and you'll never be able to see them. And that's why they were out of the sight of all the movies. And we'll see them in the future now. 
It's run by scrolls, Cree, humans, everybody's there that's working what, together. There's a name. What's what's this, the sword station called? The uh, uh, orbital. Uh, uh, no, no, it's called a uh, sword station. station. Called, is it a sword station? Yeah, it, it, looks, sword. it looks like a sword in the hell. Yeah, yes. it's a sword. It's gonna be. A, it's it's in space. That's basically where they're going to the original. What her mom made. Her mom didn't make that little headquarters stuff. That's like some fake shit that they made. It could. They could just be talking about Captain Marvel as well, just because Captain Marvel was the best friend of her mother. The mother. I don't know. I they, thought it was Hollows for real. I, I was thinking Nick Fury, just because. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna pop up right, like from the corner. I, I don't know about all that. Sorry to detract from you, Nick. Anything else you got? No, I'm I'm done with the end of my list. I was just talking about the end credit scenes. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's what I was wanted to discuss with you guys is what the they need because I thought it was I thought it was interesting how we see we zoom in and we see Wanda just sitting on the porch and she goes to pour more tea. She's drinking tea, but she goes to pour more tea. I'm like, what is going on? Well, then it's not the same thing. Sitting same in the bedroom. It's also not the strange same where he was sleeping, yeah. but his mind was still reading the. Yeah, they're doing like Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, he he did a, DC. an astro so, astro projection. Yeah, yeah. astro projection. So, that's the word I was trying to find. I, I re- and then you hear the kids screaming. So I feel like that's going to tie into uh, the Doctor Strange movie. So, so, <laughs> so before before you hand it off to Carlo, uh, just to put you kind of in the spot. Oh, what do you, what was your favorite? part if, of the series of this episode what was your what was your favorite part of this episode i think i i i think this the kids when they stopped all the bullets and they they, they knocked all the guys out i like that and i liked the fight scene parts of the fight scenes between wanda and agatha and vision and white vision and I'm excited to see where White Vision went. Carlo? All right. Carlo, take it. All right, I'll take it. So <laughs> I was uh, so excited when uh, Pietro was, like, again in, like, in the scene. So I didn't, I felt like I was let down. It's just some random guy named Ralph Boner. Like, what? Like, no, I want the <laughs> I didn't want some random dude. Like, what is this? So that this is my face when I saw when I found <laughs> out that it was uh, just a random dude. But I did like that uh, Ralph is explained because throughout the whole season, I was thinking, who the hell is Ralph? Is it the stupid bunny? Is it the mailman? Is it who's Ralph? Is it Mephisto? Like, I I didn't know. And it's, oh, it's the person that lived in that house, uh, Ralph, the, the husband. So yeah, to that, uh, but big, big disappointed because <clears throat> I really, really wanted X Men Pietro. Um, so I really liked that uh, Wanda acknowledges that Agatha taught her something, like in the comic books, because in the mm-hmm. comic books, Agatha is a mentor to Wanda. And I was like, oh, come on, come on. There, there has to be at least some reference because it's, it's comic book. It's, it's like literature. It's uh, scripture. And so when she said, oh, thank you for teaching me that, I was like, yes, I, I like that reference. And also like that she used um, Agatha's own trick on her. Like, like oh, that's, that's the, what she had in her basement. Um, and uh, so Agatha... 
So when she had that whole song, it was Agatha all along, and it's like, wait a minute, that they're not Disney's not gonna or Marvel whatever, they're not gonna just tell us there has to be some other big guy or big evil thing. So I was really thinking Dormammu, and I was kind of upset that it wasn't him, or like I don't know. Agatha isn't really that bad because she wanted to free Westville's residence. So she, I, I think it would have been better if uh, Wanda was the villain. And we got a hint of that towards the end when people were like coming up to her and she was like ashamed of herself. Like, oh, I'm just going to go away to the cabin in the middle of nowhere because that's, I've been a bad girl. Uh, so, yeah, I think if there was more emphasis put on Wanda being the villain, it would have been better. Yeah, yeah, I would spank the, the crap out of it. Anyway, let's keep it PG. <laughs> PG-13. Uh, so, Photon, she is like Captain Marvel in like level of powers and badass. So, when she, all she did was absorb some bullets, I was like, what? You're a lot more better than that, Photon. I wanted to see some Photon badass and like, get her, like her getting involved with uh, helping Vision or helping Wanda, helping the damn kids, anybody, Photon, help somebody, do something, you have all these special powers, use them up. But, but she no, doesn't, she I doesn't know her powers. For two kids, I would have been able to take care of it anyway. So she basically did nothing. Thanks a lot, Photon. But, I don't know, it's just, just that, a waste of powers. That, uh, the way I see it, the way I remember action, it. Just a waste of like good uh, story writing, just a fucking big waste of everything. Well, <laughs> it, it's gonna open up Amen. something, and she doesn't really know how to use her powers yet. Exactly. She doesn't fully grasp them. She just got them. Negative. Yeah, she she has a whole five episodes to figure it out. I'm <laughs> 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 like, you're right. You, you're you, right. You're superheroes right. In, in one episode, the next episode they already flying and catching airplanes and stuff. Come on, man, get with it. You got a, you got a point. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but it's five episodes in the span of like a day. Uh, hey, she got a few hours, boy. She better get with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so again, when she was fighting uh, Quicksilver, like, Photon, come on. You're going to let a little boop knock you down, but, man, whatever. Uh, and also, I'm not sure if I liked Petro's necklace glowing. Like, uh, huh, let me use my Photon X-ray power so I can see what's keeping you under control. Um, if it was, like, an Agatha, like, uh, a symbol, like something from the Darkhold uh, book with that symbol, like, okay, this is where it's controlling you. But no, it's a glowing necklace. It's like, come on. No, no, another big disappointing uh, thing. Uh, so at the end, when you have Photon going into the theater, I was excited. It's like, okay, this show is going to pick up and I'm going to be a happy camper. But no, it's just a stupid scroll. It's like, I didn't want a stupid scroll. I wanted Nick Fury. I wanted Rid Richards. I wanted somebody, uh, but it's just a stupid scroll. I was like what? No, look, I, I wanted this person. Uh, it doesn't have to be John Krasinski. You had that ready. You but, had that issue ready. <laughs> yeah, because I had to make a reference because this is this art germ. Art germ is one of my favorite uh, artists. And then uh, Phil. But anyway, uh, I think it was a wasted opportunity. Uh, like, uh, no. Oh. And, like, the big cameo was Darcy in an ice cream truck for two seconds. Like, what? Darcy, thanks for smashing Hayward's truck. But that's it. It's like two seconds of Darcy? Um, he nah, beat this for the week. Yeah. in jail. <laughs> the big, the, 
Yeah, that was a big cameo. I mean, I know technically it's not a cameo, but I want uh, like a X Men Quicksilver type of um, cameo, something that would make me jump out of my couch, but nothing made me jump out of the couch. When Vision first, when first, uh, mm-hmm. the first time White Vision appeared, like out of nowhere, phew, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna see fireworks!" But all I saw was them play laser tag and um, a little forehead touch, like. Man, yeah. wait, I wanted like that action. Uh, I know one division is a but come on. And, and that's what I liked about Spider Man 3. You had Venom, you had this, you had it's like, oh, stop. All right, thanks, thanks, thanks. I don't know about you guys, but Spider Man 3 was a good movie in my book, my comic book. But yeah, I think that's all I have to say about. This disappointing. I think this is the last time we see Carlos Corner. All right, just just letting y'all know. Episode <laughs> ten. This is episode ten. Fucking, he keeps it ten. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, this one got like. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Nuno, what's up? Hey, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep it uh, simple and short because I'm not with all the details, because all the details were very cheaply done in this episode. So I'll save that for someone else, because I'm not with it. But uh, I will say, the CGI was horrible, guys. Come on, let's all be real. When Vision was fine, the only cool CGI was, like, the falling scenes. Like, when he hits the street, that's dope. Like, he's, like, you know, he's, like, falling apart. So they got, like, I guess... The met CGI right. I guess they really didn't get anything else right. When they're fighting with each other and grabbing each other, it's like, it really looks like fake. Like, uh, the best scene of the entire series, I think, is uh, ironically a Brightburn scene. It's when uh, the little kid has the hood on and he has his eyes glowing and he's out and he's up in the sky and it's all like cloudy, raining. And like smoky and an airplane is coming to hit him and he just hits the airplane head on. That's the same scene when Wanda's just floating there like with her eyes all red and she's all like dark. It's like a shot for shot scene for Brightburn. That's like a superhero movie if you guys have ever seen it. I don't know. It's pretty yeah. cool. Check it out. But uh, that was a dope scene. Like I love that particular scene right there. Very corny. She made her own ruins. That's obvious. Clearly, the entire time you were in her ruins, so that little house shouldn't have even been active if you're inside of her ruins. So how can she, she another she witch make ruins inside of another ruin? She didn't have the science before. The ruins are the, the actual, the symbols, and, and uh, Wanda didn't do the symbols when she made her hex. Yeah, until yeah. later on. That's what, you know, she was throwing the burst and missing her? Yeah. She was right, drawing the ruins on purpose. Yeah, yeah I, you know, yeah. That's that. If I gotta look into it like that, it, it's not meant to be. You know what I mean? Uh, but what I'm gonna say is, is kids super corny. Evan Peters wasted talent. Made him a boner joke, guys. Come on, man. Boner joke. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I loved I loved Photon throughout the whole episode. But like like Carlos said, this episode she was poorly used. Definitely, like come on, we could have given her like a killer ass role. Like she could have been like phasing through Vision and shut him down, like absorb his energy or something. Like that would have been cool. Like or he tries to fly through her. Um, but overall, I mean, and again, the last uh, the ending scene, another like DC inspired scene, like Doctor Manhattan walking everywhere. 
now we got Wanda all of a sudden walking everywhere. So it's like, you know, like spend all that money and no real creativity. And like you said, like, I don't know, man, I, I, I wasn't feeling it. Overall, it gave the whole series a great ending as far as the whole story goes. I mean, she one minute can't get over uh, her losing her family, but like 30 seconds later, she's getting rid of all of them. I mean, I'm not going to judge. You know what I mean? They say, to each his own. If you can give up your kids within five minutes, then you probably never had them. You know what I mean? But anyways, um, so the, the finale was nicely rounded for the whole series. As a whole, it rounded it out nicely. I just had a lot of problems with like certain things, and I wish it would have just been, I guess, a little more um. That's about it. But I mean, it did round out the whole series. I will admit it. I can't lie. It, uh, it did what it was supposed to do. It ended it in a way where you understood everything, no, no crazy cliffhangers. And I just thought it was weird. I just want to add this, that she was reading the, that, uh, like the devil's book, the sat satanic book, because uh, like she's into dark arts now. Kind of like weird, you know, but I just I just thought that, too. Not a bad thing, but I just wanted to point that out. But uh, that's about so, it, guys. Yeah. So real well, quick, uh, I, for, I forgot to ask this of Carlo and then after Carlo, Nuno and then everybody else as well. Like, but finish off with your with your favorite either scene from the whole series or your favorite scene from this. From this episode. Carlo, what was your favorite? So my favorite scene was when uh, Pietro was introduced. Thank That's you. the scene that got me the most excited. And like again, I love the camera work when it was like slowly going around the head, and I was had all this momentum built up. And it's X Men Pietro, but at the end, it's not. It's just some random, like some random boner guy. Like, <laughs> you could have had so much other uh, storyline or something. I don't know. It's just. Oh, but yeah, that was my favorite scene. Mine had to be, uh, uh, I'd look at it as a whole, and it would have to be, uh, I, I, I don't recall what episode it was previously, but uh, we see it in the last episode when they fall in love, when they're sitting on the couch in the room. But I think it's in the same episode, and it's ironic that it's in the same episode, is uh, when she gets exposed to the soul stone. And... Uh, she she falls in love with vision so she was always attracted to the soul stone so like you know if iron man had the soul stone in his head like she would have been attracted to iron man because she was always exposed to the soul stone and they had a connection it bridged them so that like sequence of scenes i thought it was killer like showing you their real like how deep uh their relationship goes pretty interesting and and think about it Carlos, what was your review? So uh, for me, I I was initially very worried that in 50 minutes they were not going to go to wrap everything up and that it was going to feel rushed, that it was going to feel forced. But it didn't feel like that at all. When the 50 minutes were over, I was thinking, where did the time go? But I think with uh, the storyline, I think the storyline that that they were trying to tell. Um, ultimately was told we saw Wanda go through all of her stages of you know grief and um touching on the point that the Nuno said you know where she where she just easily gave up her kids and easily gave up vision I didn't take it as her easily giving it up 
I took it as her accepting that she was doing damage to the people around her. Um, and you saw that she came to that realization when Agatha broke the control that she had over the citizens of the, the, the people of, of, of Westview. And he finally accepted her grief. He had the closure and the moment that she needed to have, you know, with vision and with her kids. And she accepted the fact that, you know, she can't, uh, she can't hurt other people in order for her, you know, to, to be happy. And that's why at the very end, when she had, uh, that, that scene with Monica, when she's walking you know, away and everyone is, uh, staring at her and she throws on her hoodie where Monica mentions to her, uh, she, she says, they're never going to know what you gave up you know, for them. And I really, what I really enjoyed about this episode is that we got to see, you know, Wanda uh, end the journey that she started in terms of finally accepting, you know, the grief in her life. So I really enjoyed that about this episode. Um, touching on the CGI, there were plenty of moments during dur during the, the fights and during the, the CGI that it was a little jarring, but immediately there were moments that were really good and i loved seeing wanda uh finally get you know her suit and finally become the scarlet witch so that to me is my favorite uh actually it's actually my my favorite scene uh in the whole show seeing that transformation you know into the scarlet witch seeing her uh have her um headdress on like it was just it was just epic it was super epic and i think that they did an amazing job with her costume it pays tribute to uh the comic books and it pays tribute to you know uh her being established as a uh prominent character in the mcu so i really love that um another moment that i that i really enjoyed was the the fight and the interaction between Vision and White Vision. I know that uh, a lot of people like, you know, Nuno and Carlo are wanting a uh, Michael Bay directed type of action scene between <laughs> between uh, all of the fight scenes. But at the end of the day, um, the conversation that, uh, you know, Vision had with White Vision and bringing up, you know, the, the, uh, the, the idea of uh, the ship of Theseus when you when you think about it, vision at the end of the day is a construct of the mind stone, and having a you know discussion and being able to reason with white vision using you know logical uh, thinking, using his mind, using you know the power of you know thought. I thought that was really brilliant, um, to be honest, and I thought that uh, vision's humanity was really shown in that interaction that, you know, uh, they had. And at the end of the day, I think that that's Vision's ultimate goal is to be as human as, as, as possible. So I love that uh, interaction. Um, I also really in a enjoy fucking library. <laughs> in a library. Like, it's, it's, it's great. You know, I, 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 I thought that th there's been a lot of amazing uh, uh, symbolism throughout the show. And and I think that for the most part they've they've really done a wonderful job. To your, uh, to your point of uh, to your point uh, of vision, to your point of vision, trying to be like human, 
in the last episode, one of my favorite parts of that was when he uh, he laughs at something on the TV in the sitcom, and he looks at her like with, like as a like a for approval. Like that was funny, right? That that was funny. I, exactly. I laugh, you know. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Exactly, um, you know, and I really enjoyed now looking at the show uh, in its entirety. One thing that really impressed me about uh, the season is that if, if you think about it, Elizabeth Olsen played eight different characters, maybe, you know, like nine. She she played various roles, and I can't think of of, of an episode where she didn't absolutely, you know, just just nail it. From being, you know, a 50s, 60s, you know, uh, housewife to, you know, being uh, 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 a modern, you know, parent when we got into finally, like, you know, uh, the 90s, uh, 2000s, from being, uh, you know, someone that's just absolutely overtaken by grief. And then in this episode, seeing her transform into this bat, into the badass, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch and her feeling confident and powerful. She's just displayed this huge range of, of, of emotion, of, you know, acting ability. And the same goes um, to Vision. Even though we only got to see White Vision briefly, wow. I thought that seeing, you know, Paul Bettany play this, you know, like TV sitcom dad character and then transitioning immediately into the Vision that we know. And then in this episode, you know, uh, seeing him transition into the white vision, not showing emotion or you know showing anger, showing uh, uh, you know violence, it it it's just amazing to me, and I really appreciate the actors' you know range, and I appreciate uh, the fact that they were able to convincingly um, you know portray all of these different you know roles. So I love that about this entire episode and uh, the season in general. Um, another thing that uh, I enjoyed was the overall uh setup for um the doctor strange movie and for what's gonna you know go forward i'm perfectly okay that we didn't get to see mephisto that we didn't get to see you know maybe you know dramamu whatever because like like i've been saying for a while this is a story about wanda this is a story about you know uh us exploring who she is as a character and i feel like we got that and now we get to see Wanda, you know, with the Darkhold. I don't necessarily see that as her becoming evil and her wanting to, you know, study dark arts and all that stuff. I think that because I have the reference, hey, you're the Scholar Witch. You're, you know, your 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 story is basically in this book. I think that Wanda just really wants to find out, like, who am I? What 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 does this book have to do with me? And the fact that we see her in her astral form, the way that we see Doctor Strange in his uh, uh, astral form, just cements her as being a true magic being. And I love that. And the fact that we get confirmation that she is a witch, she does, you know, use uh, uh, chaos magic. Um, it's just all of these, you know, things that tie back to her comic book origins. And I appreciate that so much. I love it. Um, and what's really cool, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the picture of in the book in the uh, in the Darkhold, the image it's basically like uh, 
a, a representation of her being in her astral form at the very end, you know, with like all of the, you know, uh, magic glyphs or, 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 I don't know, runes or whatever they are. And her, you know, like, uh, basically absorbing this knowledge. And it's in the form of, uh, a, a hex. And I think that, and that's where all of the symbols that, that we've seen throughout the show, that's where they come from. So if I feel like everything was just tied together very well. So th those are all the things that I uh, really enjoy. Um, oh, one last uh, actual scene that, that, I, that I really enjoyed was the very last scene when Wanda puts, you know, the twins to bed and she, you know, um, has that final interaction with Vision. I mean, it was touching, you know, like, yeah, is it, can you, can, can you be cheesy? Can it be corny? It can but it didn't feel forced. It really didn't. And that's, and that's tying back to the acting that I appreciate from, you know, Paul Benny and from uh, um, Elizabeth Olsen. If you really think about it, it's heart wrenching, you know, um, her coming to terms with her grief. And I think that that's something that, you know, uh, us as, as people, if we've experienced grief, I think that, you know, we can relate that it gets to the point where, you know, you, kind of have to accept what you know has, has has happened but it doesn't mean that you can't you know appreciate the memories and the experiences that that you had and i think that that's what wanda took from that and that's why she basically you know uh tells you know vision that you know he was a representation of her love and i think that this you know idea of of, of wanda and, and 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 vision truly caring for each other i thought it was just a really beautiful scene, you know, with her and and the twins and and Vision. So those are all all my positives. Um, some of the dislikes that I did have, I really I really did uh, feel a little, you know, that 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 it was cheap with the whole fake uh, PHO stuff. You know, I get where they were coming from. I feel like they were being super meta about it because that's kind of that was one of the points of you know the TV shows. Um, of, of having the, uh, the TV show, you know, setting. Um, so it was like super meta, uh, but I, it felt cheap. It felt cheap, you know. Uh, we all expected Evan Peters to really cement the fact that, uh, you know, the X-Men or that there's uh, uh, alternate universes. Not that that's not coming, but it just felt like a cheap shot because it hyped up everybody. I mean, it, it just hyped it. It, it got me super excited and like everyone's saying you know for it to be thrown away on like you know a dick joke it it, it was a dick it, move <laughs> it hit a nerve it hit a nerve you know um the big cameo i'm i'm not super upset about that because paul benny did end up you know owning up to the fact that it was a joke the big cameo was himself and 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 from a from a from a hilarity point it's it's pretty fucking funny. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's funny. It's funny. It didn't feel as cheap as, uh, the fake, uh, PHO stuff. Um, so that was one of my big complaints. Um, aside from that, I really can't say that there was, you know, anything else. Uh, again, poor CGI here and there, but overall the, the fight scenes were great. Uh, the PHO stuff felt a little, you know, cheap. Um, and as far as the uh, scroll, I'm not super big on on uh, I guess be, be, being upset about that because I think that that's just 
you know, a nice little throwaway that, hey, there's more coming to, uh, to Photon, to Monica uh, Rambeau. Um, could, she, could she have been used better? Definitely. Do, do I think that she was underused? Absolutely. Um, but again, like, you know, Carlo, you expecting her, you know, to be, you know, like, <laughs> I guess, and be like, what, what are you, dating her or something? What are you, bro, boyfriend? Bro, I'm just saying, you guys, you guys, are you some kind of tough guy over there, Carlos? Bro, Nuno and Carlos are expecting Monica Rambeau to be like a Rambo, a Rambo. <laughs> the equivalent, dude, the, the, the equivalent of, of, of Michael Jordan in his first season with the Bulls already fucking winning a championship. Like, you got to give us some time. Come on, bro. If you're not going to LeBron, if you're bro. not going to LeBron James is straight out of high school in bro. NBA, don't do it. Don't do it. It took, Le- it took LeBron James forever to win a championship. I'm just saying. What's that, Carlos? And bro, he and bro, he couldn't even he couldn't even win it for Cleveland. He must be a Knicks fan or something. You sound like a Knicks fan. He's for the go around. He had to leave. Like a Knicks fan over there, Carlos. You say five episodes of building up photon. Ooh, she has blowing eyes. Ooh, okay. she can do this. Ooh, I got a contact on the mountain. To take you what is not. This is not a show. This is. This was not called Photon Vision. It was called Wonder Vision. It was not. Hey, 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 Carlos, let's just let's just not soap opera. If I wanted lovey dovey stuff, I would read a book with fucking Fondo <laughs> on the cover. But no, this is comic books. I want After my comic on Pale Noella. It would have been better. Versions. Thing. You guys are wrong. It's fine. You know, <laughs> I think that you guys are gonna go through your stages of grief the same way that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna amaze everyone back. I got I got you back, Carlos. Carlos, I got your back. You guys are going to regret that when a, the next cosmic movie comes out and photo, everything that they did right now is a buildup for that. Build up. And she comes flying out with an army of scrolls and she kicks some ass. This is a buildup. Yeah. It's a character development. You can't just introduce again. You know what? Look at freaking, you know, the comics. A character is... Is cameoed, reference. Then they have their first appearance. Then they have a storyline, and then a story arc, and then they're a badass. So it doesn't happen in the first issue. They don't introduce a character, and then you know everything about them, and they're the biggest character ever. You have to build it. We met this person as a child, then we meet them as an adult. We see them develop and get their powers, and now we're going to see the build up so of them into a main story where they are incorporated. Last time I've ever been introduced to Damian Wayne, he killed a couple people. I didn't even know who <laughs> Damian Wayne was. He already killed a couple people. I want to. I want to fully to fully really get you guys to understand. So Nuno and Carlo are, are our old heads. So to, for you guys to understand, why, or, uh, what's her name? Monica did not get a montage moment, so she can't learn all her things. She there's no montage. There, it is not Rambo. It's not. Uh, Rocky or anything. Rocky, was it Rocky? So with no montage, there is no learning. Sorry. And so can... you know how many issues was Damien in the story before he became Robin? I like the way more as Damien anyway, so I hated him as Robin. So what do you mean? He was the I'm Robin the Jason Batman was the greatest ever. No, I'm telling you, when he was with the League of Assassins and his granddaddy and his mama. <laughs> You go tell that to Grant Morrison. I want you to come back to me and tell him. 
if he continued riding like that, he'd be in a better place, probably. So, Carlos, Carlos, what, what, what was your up. favorite? Huh? Yeah. He has three giant volumes worth of Batman. What was, what was your favorite part, Carlos? Yeah, yeah it, it, and and this is this is my so my favorite part. I have I have two of them actually. Um, I mentioned her finally getting her suit, you know, absorbing all of the power, turning into into the Scarlet Witch. Beautiful shot. My second favorite scene uh, actually happened in the same episode. And that's when that, wait no sorry uh, last episode where. Um, you know, you see her construct the house, and when you get that shot, when it first goes into black and white in the fifties or 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 sixties, she has you know like her dress, the getup, all, all of that stuff, and Vision is there, and the look that she gives him, and when Vision says you know Wanda, and they sit down to like start watching TV, fuck man, beautiful, like it was just. It, it was it was just great, um, and that brings me to my 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 overall favorite you know I guess thing about the show and the scene. It's what this show has done, not just for Wanda, but for the MCU in in general. I think it's proven that Marvel can do character development and they can do it well, and that they care about these characters and they care about. The comic book origins that they have, and they want to pay respect and tribute to these characters. Um, I don't think that an argument can be made that there's been a that there's been better development and a better focus on a character so far than than Wanda and Vision so far. Um, let's be honest, Wanda and Vision have not been the favorites of you know many people since the MCU started. But I think that there are more people that are going to be willing to to defend Wanda and Vision because of this show, and they're willing to defend, you know, Hawkeye, Black Widow, you know, the Hulk, maybe even Iron Man. To be honest with you, certain people, and I think that that's a testament to what this show has done, and that's what I love. That it really was a journey. We saw it from the beginning to end, and it made you feel. It wasn't just, you know, let's like. Let's tear shit up. Let's fucking have action. Had some of that, but this was a story. This was this was a character arc. And that's what I love about the show. So, so sorry that it took so long. I just had a lot to say about about, about this episode, and there's even more stuff that you know I, I can go on and on about. But these are the main topics, and yeah, I'll just close it out with that. Um, Nuno and Carlo are wrong. Uh, Matt, what's up, man? What do you got? There's oh, what guy. I won't, I won't go into... He's lucky my process. internet is glitchy or I'll tear him up right now. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys have gone over everything. So I'll just... Um, if you hover over my, my box here, you'll see it's not Matt, my name. It's Mr. Wright because um, that's what <laughs> this episode uh, proved. Um, I said we'll get Agatha first wonder, which we know was obvious. So let's tick that off the list. Uh, I said vision on vision. Uh, we got vision on vision. Let's tick that off the list. Um, I said Haywood versus Monica, you know, and then everyone, no one said that last week. Oh, I that, got that right. Let's that uh, It's actually more like uh, Darcy. Pietro was a random dude and wasn't um, Quicksilver. Okay, yeah. let's tick that one off the list. That was um, good. The kids weren't real. Well, we knew they weren't real, but. Okay, let's tick that off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
didn't you say, Matt, like, uh, you re- you, uh, it, I quote, uh, I reckon Mephisto or Dorama is not even involved. Yep, I was right. Wait a minute, I've been saying this from the beginning. You didn't. 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 You that's not quite right, though. That's not quite right. At, at the very end, I, I, I have to jump in here. At the very end, we hear we hear Billy uh, scream out, "Mom!" Yeah, because they're in they're in Hell, and then she's gonna have to go to Hell yeah, and save them. Oh, I know possible. what's gonna happen there. Yeah, but it's but not still, in the show. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. We all agree. It could be and, anyone. It could be a brand new character we don't even know about. And then Agreed. at the end, at the end, at the end, could something? You know what, Manny? I want you. What happened to Agatha at the end? Uh, she was a bad guy the whole time, and gonna, then she got her just desserts. What she happened? She, 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 she didn't become a neighbor. She didn't become a goodie. She got so control. Let's take off that. She, she got controlled into being a goodie. She did. She didn't become a goodie. Because she became good at the end. No, of the no, no. Didn't have a choice. She was yeah. controlled. Yeah, there was she no choice. She had a choice. She became good. Matt never said how she's going to become good. You know what I mean? But um, I think Vision, however, I like the scene with Vision without talking. I know a lot of people prefer the big action, and we did get the Vision from some, like, film clip. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember some bloody chicky film clip where the car blew in the background and was just, you know, walking like... Like a Terminator scene. It was like (laughs) a fake-ass Terminator scene. So I think he's passed on his uh, memories, though, to White Vision because, yeah, the one thing that I didn't like about this... um, this episode is that it leaves a lot of un- unanswered questions. And I think um, Paul Bettany, I forget how to say his last name, I think he probably copped a lot of heat when he said on that interview um, there's going to be a big cameo. I reckon as soon as the camera stopped rolling, they were like, what the f- are you saying? What the hell are you talking about? Everyone's going to have these high expectations. That's why I reckon he's came out at the end and thought, shit, I'll, I'll say I'm joking now. Instead of saying that he was joking, because then everyone would expect more. Because like, oh, hang on, he's trying to hide that there's a cameo, you know. So I guess he waited to the end to say I'm joking. Um, I guess he screwed up there, unless, less and less and less, someone did, and they took it off the chopping block. I'll, I'll put it on the chopping block. I don't know, but I feel that because there was so much build up that this episode, this season finale, which just didn't really hit the nail on the head. Like I know that it's got to lead into a whole lot of stuff, but. I just didn't really think it, it hit the nail on the head. Um, the post-credit scenes now, I know everyone's like the scrolls and all that. I think that that, like, I'm not too, obviously, too knowledgeable for my Marvel, but I reckon, because um, isn't Secret Evasion's got scrolls and all that involved? If, is, is that right? Or because mm-hmm. I reckon maybe this, that post-credit scene's going to end into Secret Invasion. Because there's a show, Secret Invasion, or they're on the movie, Secret yeah. Invasion. Uh, a show. Yeah. So I reckon that might lead into there. Or Which is stupid, worst, worst crossover event ever done. So it might lead into there, or it I, might lead into Captain Marvel 2. Um, yeah. I just think that it's going to lead into somewhere. Yes, I do, let's say, agree with Carlo and, and then How I do you do a scroll story without the Fantastic Four? It's just stupid. No, Nick, you're going to love it. Trust me, bro. You're going to love this one. Trust me, they're going to hit every one of your points. This is one of the reasons I stopped reading comic books in the, in the mid-2000s. This is the Nick I they like. They might change it. They might. It they might. Wanda Vision sucked. They might change it up, great. So. I hope this leads to, to the Shi'ar and we get the X-Men. And I hope I hope we get fucking Gladiator punching people in the face. I hope I hope we get all sorts of 
crazy space battles. If they do Secret Invasion and all these characters are freaking scrolls, first off, they're not going to do it right. Sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Wright. But um, they're not going to do it right because half the characters that they need to do the story correctly don't exist. The first character that they cut open and find out as a scroll is Electra. She doesn't exist. Like, you know, you need to have all these characters established that to have it. Okay, so so five characters are scrolls. Dude, you guys have so many fifteen characters. The the reason why it was such a big impact is that half of the Marvel universe was scrolls. So you had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of characters that were now not those characters, and you had them coming back from like different time periods had been frozen in time, and it was such a big thing. And I thought they did that poorly. And it was, they put a lot of time and effort into it, and I thought they did that poorly. Imagine them doing it without the character development, without the character backgrounds, without the proper rosters, it's without the Fantastic Four fully established. Like, the scrolls are a product of the Fantastic Four. They came out of the Fantastic Four. How do you, it's, it's like when they did Vision. Uh, when, they, when they did Vision and they did Ultron. They said Iron Man made Ultron. Bullshit. Bullshit. It was Ant-Man. You just introduced Ant-Man. You introduced Henry Pym after Ultron? Garbage. Nonsense. Doesn't make sense. And yet, first it's, and yet it's making money, Ant-Man though. They're the doing their own Ant-Man, story. The second Ant-Man. You introduced Wasp. It's not even the original Wasp. Yo, chop it's, this video up. I need this rant. I need this <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. I haven't really ranted in this whole review series, but I'm going off right now. I'm sorry. But, like, this is like I like this show. Division. I hope, I hope it leads to the being done right. But if they use this as an excuse to do shit bullcrap and do the Marvel special where they like ruin a good thing when it's doing great, like oh let's do the Clone Saga. Oh let's put it for like three years. Let's go for three years long. Don't screw up a good thing. You have a great amount of movies. They're they're great. You haven't really gotten a rotten egg yet. Like, you've been close, but you haven't. Don't screw <laughs> up. Why, Don't do you, why are you so it. scared that they're going to screw it up if they haven't gotten any rotten eggs? It, because they're going to do a storyline that some people... They fucked up Iron Man like. 3. Iron Man like 3 is, is definitely there a rotten egg. There you go. Let me just take uh, Nick's not watching Secret Evasion off on my list here. Okay, we'll <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. I got I to gotta go decompress. Shit, Nick, you got enough hate for all of us for these shows. God damn. I started liking WandaVision after I heard Nick's rant. <laughs> I'm like, you know, WandaVision's not that bad. <laughs> hey, Matt, what's up, though, man? Finish it. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm not going to mention Sacred Invasion again. <laughs> <laughs> That triggered a that triggered a spot, but um, and then the final post credit scene that I can finally get to with uh, Wanda, I I think she might lead into a bad like another 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 thing that I'll probably be right on. But I think she's gonna lead into a bad in the multiverse. Um, she's gonna not like she's gonna let the evil powers take over her, and I think it's gonna be about her trying to uh, um control or i can see you know hearing her kids screaming i can see her um you know going into into hell or making a deal or something i think something like that's going to happen she's going to be bad but she's not going to be intentionally bad but but that one thing the my favorite part of this whole series and i can't believe it has to happen right at the end of this, the, the series but my favorite part was wonder becoming her scarlet witch 
purely for the fact we go and see some girlies dressed up as cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty dope seeing people dress up as that, men or women. Eh? But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it I've got to say on, on this show. It's, uh, but it's just a lot of unanswered questions, man. A lot of unanswered questions, which I know are going to lead into other shows and other movies. I think this was just the setup to, you know, it's, it's set up the movies and it's set up the TV shows. That's what this season has been for. Um, but, yeah, I feel sorry for everyone that really had the build-up on uh, good old Pietro there. That that was probably, I think, the biggest kick in the stomach for everyone. Um, but, you know, it's just Marvel being Marvel. And I don't. I think X-Men are uh, along. I thought if X-Men are going to need to do now, I think we're going to be waiting a while. I think we'll be waiting a while. So don't hold your breath on next name, guys. But yeah, Manny, what you got, boy? Well, on that note, I mean, the mutants has been announced. Kind of, I don't know. Carlos can probably talk more about that. Yeah. But it has been. Well, she's, she's had her power. Like I said, she, like I said last week, she's had her powers this whole time. So technically, is she is it a mutant power or is it? I mean, she's then not, Pietro she's, obviously had it the whole time as well. Then she is not a mutant technically in the comics right now. Pietro, yes, but her. It's, it's Where did Mindstone, Mindstone, is it the Mindstone or the Salt? What's, what Stone is it? The yellow one? The Mindstone, maybe that triggers some DNA in people to bring in their mutant powers. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know, but yeah, it's a lot of unanswered questions. But go, Manny, what you're saying? That is. No, so I was going to say a couple of things that I noticed um, when Agatha and Wanda <laughs> are fighting. There's a billboard behind Agatha and course like you, there's references everywhere so i had to stop and i had to look i paused it and uh, the billboard behind her it says uh like something about like a, a spray cleaner or whatever but it's uh using the power of earth so that kind of tells me like if it is a reference if it's something power of earth i get gaia off of that um is wanda using gaia uh, is that where her source of power is i don't know um but honestly i didn't i didn't really see anything past that but she, well, Agatha stood in front of that um, billboard for a long time so I'm like I wonder if that's going to be something in the future so if you if you if it does come up later in the future you heard it here first <laughs> uh, main thing my main thing that I wanted to say about this episode was that the chemistry between X vision and white vision is horrible chemistry is horrible so I don't know why the fuck that Paul Bettany said, oh, you're going to love it. The chemistry between us is it's great. The cameo is amazing. Blah, blah. No, it's a horrible, horrible <laughs> chemistry. No, I hated I hated it. The fact that as soon as we realized that, it, that he was talking about himself, I thought that was pretty, um, pretty messed up. But he does make up with it with my favorite part of the whole series and this episode was how you guys have been talking about the, the uh, fight between Vision and White Vision. Uh, as soon as Vision put him in a headlock and said, uh, but I'm not the uh, um, I'm not the Vision, I'm a conditional Vision. As soon as he said conditional Vision, I knew that it wasn't going to be a fight. I loved it. I appreciated it. I I, I like the fact that one of the main things I liked about WandaVision is that it, it, it doesn't need to be action, 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 action. And then that's MCU. That's everything. That's a Marvel movie. And this is following the, fo- the formula. This was a Let's talk this out. We don't need to fight right now. Let me tell you why we don't need to fight. And and then White Vision saying, elaborate. 
No, that was that was great. That was amazing. I loved it. And the whole discussion about Theseus ship, I feel smarter just listening to that. Because <laughs> it was a great it was a great discussion. But then it was ruined just by the fact that Vision gets his memories back. He runs away. Like, where did he go? That's one of my questions for at the end. Like, why did he just run away? If he truly got all these memories back, why didn't he run straight back to uh, Wanda, protect her from Agatha, protect the kids? Because of the same memories, he would want to protect his kids, right? That That's just a negative on my part. Uh, another negative, I will say, is that I didn't like that Agatha said uh, Scarlet Witch is more powerful than Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. There's no way that she's more powerful, but the more I think about it, it, it is pretty evenly matched. And I know that Wiccan does become Sorcerer Supreme in the comics in the future. So it kind of makes sense. But I just don't like that comment. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Um, I think I think it, it's I think it's because her powers are more wild yeah. than his, and he, his are more controlled, that she could do something crazier than him because she can let go and he can't. Yeah, he, she's got that chaos magic, which yeah. what Agatha, Agatha is saying is that she's going to destroy the world. And she, you have no idea what you've released into this world. So um, that's probably definitely going to come into play with Doctor Strange too. And and, and, and real quick, I feel, I feel like that's uh, foreshadowing to what I mentioned, that yeah. I truly believe that Wanda is going to break reality. Yep. The next thing I really didn't like was and Jimmy Woo not being the bad guy, but... Jimmy Woo, Jimmy. No, no, Jimmy Woo, when he was a uh, like he was a uh, chain, you know, he's got he's arrested, he's got his hands handcuffed behind his back, and he sees the phone. Nobody else, there's so many like soldiers behind him. Nobody else is gonna see him like pick up that phone. Come on, like that. That's come on. There's there's no way, and he just he, wait. What do people don't have? Passcodes on their phones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not his phone. That is not it's his a phone. secret intelligence place. Like, if I was on movie, I would have knocked them out. Bam. I don't know. That that was ridiculous. And um, one of my main negatives, though, is, is the fact that Wanda did not address the civilians. She did not publicly say, "I'm sorry. I this is what was happening." Um, she didn't explain herself. The civilians, for some, like they know to a certain point what's going on. Yes, but she, she should have at least apologized. At the very minimum, she should have turned around when she was done talking to Monica and just said, "Sorry for what I did. Won't bother you again." Blah blah. blah. I'm leaving. Who knows what? Watch out for Agatha. She's still a bad witch. You know, like something. You know, like watch out for her because she's a baddie, not a goodie. You know. So, <laughs> So like, they, they had Vision and her do the same thing where yeah, they, they just let away. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of more to the point because like you're so overloaded with this guilt or this emotion or all these memories. And instead of facing them, like who faces their problems right on? You, you, you freak out and then you do it. Yeah, exactly. And, and she, she just ran away and that was, that was kind of weak. Uh, I did appreciate a couple of references, like the Wizard of Oz reference when when Agatha got hit by the by the um, car. Uh, the boots the, under the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then yeah. Uh, the uh, the nod to to Age of Ultron when when um, Wanda got behind Agatha and she yeah. like just showed up real quick and just like did her whole little mind hex thing. That was that was great. And uh, the last thing that I just actually didn't notice it. Saw it on Instagram like today, and but it was a uh, the Quicksilver reference with 
uh, the kid, Speed, he stopped all the soldiers. And when he came back, he's wearing the hat and the glasses of the soldiers. And it, it, it showed a picture of Quicksilver in the movies. And he's wearing one of the hats from the soldiers. And he's got the glasses from them. The panic on, yeah. Yeah, so like that was pretty cool. Um, just the fact that he did that. Uh, and then going back to Carlo, the fact that she that, that uh, Evan Peters just flicked her off. I thought that was great because it really does explain speed. Like, imagine flicking somebody at the speed of sound. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get pushed uh, away. You know, so that that explains that. I like that. It's one of the few times. Evan Peters' Quicksilver is, like, the only time that speed is really used properly. If you're going to get punched at at light speed, you're not just going to feel it like a regular punch. You're going to feel it like... Something just came at you at light speed. The faster something hits you, the, the worse it hurts. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. Um, I loved it. I loved the whole series. My favorite part was the the whole let's talk it out instead of fighting. Um, my only question is where did where did White Vision go? Vision, uh, where's Ultron? We we saw the whole like hey he's in the in the credits. James Spader was in the credit. Is that just another um, something that Marvel did just to, to troll us? Um, and the main thing at the very beginning when White Vision showed up, how the hell did White Vision get there before Vision? Like Vision was already on his way when White Vision was introduced, and then he just shows up out of nowhere. You know, like that was that was ridiculous. I do really. My second favorite part of this show, this episode, was um, when when Vision they're about to he's about to get disappear, and he says, "We've we've said goodbye before." Stands to reason that we'll say hello again. Like that was a beautiful moment, very emotional, very touching, and uh, obviously they are going to say hello again. White Vision is going to show up, hopefully in color, um, but. That was just a good ending for for all of that. And I don't know. I, I, is there anything else left to say about this? Oh, was, there like, post-credit, was there a post credit scene with Ultron at the end? No. no, no. When she did the little, when she was doing the little hexing or something, they showed a bunch of scenes of Ultron and Avengers fighting them or something. I think that's where the Ultron credit comes from. That's true. Well, the, yeah, the Ultron, the Ultron credit is from all the flashbacks. Yeah. yeah, throughout the, the series. Um, yeah, I, I, my final thoughts um, aren't so much, uh, I guess, on, on, on the show. Oh, I guess they are. But it, it's the fact that Marvel took a risk. Yeah. This was an experiment. I've never seen anything superhero-related done the way that WandaVision was done. Um, it's unique. You have to give them that. Um, and that's what I enjoy, uh, is that for as, for, for as, you know, formulaic as, as, as a Marvel movies, you know, can, can, can be, because they do follow a certain formula. When you sit down and you watch a Marvel movie, you know, you're watching a Marvel movie, right? Um, but I think this was extremely unique and I enjoy that. And, you know, Marvel is continuing to take risks and I think that that's paying off. I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) You know what what they what what they turned into and, and and how popular they become and the fact that they were the fact that they were able to you know pull it off. Um, so from something like Guardians of the Galaxy 
uh, you know, taking a chance on Black Panther to now doing an extremely unique show like this and setting up uh, Phase 4 of, you know, the MCU with all the shows that we're getting and the movies. A lot of people talk about uh, superhero fatigue in general, Marvel, Marvel fatigue. I don't see that happening anytime soon if Marvel can continue putting out, uh, you know, quality shows, quality movies like this, where you can just sit back, you can enjoy it, and, you know, um, it, it, it's just nice. And I am extremely happy to be, you know, living in a time that, that, that we have been living in a time for, for, for so long that we get to see these characters, and it's just awesome. You know, so those are my final thoughts on this. I think that this is a great point that Marvel should focus on the side characters and the B-rated and the underrated characters because it gives people that aren't familiar with the comic books a chance to connect with a character that there's not as much like about. Because look at one in Vision. There was like what? one or two, like, old series, and, you know, the West Coast Avengers stuff. And that's it. There's not that much reading about them. As, like, obviously, there's, you know, years of them being together, but there's not that many individual stories about just them. Well, so, and, 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 and if there is, they're, they're never long, ongoing titles, right? No. They're, they're miniseries, they're events. Children's Crusade, uh, Scarlet Witches, you know, what was it, a uh, 15-issue uh, series. Yeah. So, like, if you want to catch up or you want to buy those hardcovers or whatever, you can read that stuff digitally, whatever. You can catch up, and it gives people a, a good jumping-on point to get into stuff. Like, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a very, like, it was a popular, like, occult favorite series, but, like, not everybody read Guardians of the Galaxy. And this wasn't even OG Guardians of the Galaxy. This is, like, volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy that they kind of focus on. And they made it. And look how popular Guardians is now. Like, because of that. Guardians was not that popular. Like, I'm waiting for them to take series like, you know, like New Warriors or Thunderbolts or, you know, they did the Runaway shows. And I know they're not canon in the MCU, which sucks. But, like, Wonder, Wonder uh, the Runaways was not, like, a crazy popular series. And, still, I mean, it still really is that's what you said today, right, Nick? More people that know about it now because of that, because of that Hulu series. Sure, sure. But I found out about that series when I was in high school. There was... Marvel used to do a thing where they take some of their lesser-known stuff for some reason, and they would take, like, the, the, the trade paperbacks, and they'd make them into, like, mini books. Like, smaller size, like the size of, like, a manga. I don't know why, but they did that with Runaways. And I found it in my high school library, and I read Runaways randomly, and I was hooked. And I was like, "Okay, this is this is interesting. This is like like a like a teenage sitcom, like small like Smallville type comic book about these kids that find out that their parents are villains, and then find out they they could do stuff and become heroes, and like." angle with the Avengers and like end up in New York City fighting against the Punish like weird shit and I was like oh this is sick and when they turned it into the show I was like oh this is really cool 
they need to focus on that stuff because it's really good jumping on points because you're not going to have, you know, if you mess with characters that are fan favorites, you get the backlash of Nuno and Carlo. <laughs> it reminds me of another dislike. I was saying with Jimmy Woo in Westville. Like, he was supposed to be looking for somebody missing. Like, yeah, that's another yes. one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it would have been cool if he was looking for Ralph Boner. Like, okay, that's a missing person. So tie that in. But why was Jimmy Woo in Westville? It's just very random. Like, explain that. He was just passing through Westville. It's like, hmm, I'm, gonna, I'm in the mood to look for a missing person in Westville out of all places. So that could have been explained. And also, who the hell is that astrophysicist Monica knew? She was going to text. It was just thrown away. Like, I wanted somebody. Like, no, mama behind you. <laughs> she looked like an astrophysicist. She looks like a fucking alien. Um, and that wasn't it the chick that they met up with? The chick that got yeah, in the Maybe, ah, but she was it nobody. It oh, wait, right. that was her. There's another reason that was right. Tick, cool. <laughs> and also, where did uh, White Vision go? It would have been nice if you would have seen, like, an after, an after credit with him. He's building Ultron, guys. Cool. Why would he build Ultron after seeing all the issues? He's going to go to all the places to remind him of himself. He's going to go to all the places of vision where he died, where he was, and with one day, he's going to go to all those places, find out who he is, and become vision again. It would have been cool if you see him with the Golden Gate Bridge behind him. Uh, like hinting West Coast Avengers or him going to Hawkeye, like, hey, Hawkeye, we should start something on the West Coast. Ooh, that, that could happen after the Hawkeye series. Hawkeye tracks There him is back. a Hawkeye show coming. He tracks so, him back. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. I doubt they would, put that, they would have that happen before the series because then it would be not focused on Hawkeye. I feel like at the end of all these shows, there's going to be something. Like these characters, you know, Wanda, Vision, Hawkeye, you know, Falcon, Winter Soldier, She-Hulk. Like there's going to be some kind of like... That's how you guys have been saying. It's Young Avengers seems to be the the obvious choice. Could be champions. It just it could be a whole different new team. I don't team. see... My problem with that, the only issue I see with it, I agree with everything, except where the frick. The She-Hulk kind of any of that. It shows, she's, she's, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. She shows up. Right. <laughs> but you, you, Nick, you were mentioning Runaways. I was talking about Victor Munch, the yeah. old Hansan, and you were just talking about Runaways. So that's funny. I just finished the Vision, the little 12 series one. All you guys should check it out. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Victor's in it, and they actually reference like uh, Runaways and a bunch of stuff. So I guess the Vision comic is then canon as well, because... He's in it, and he's referencing Runaways, so it doesn't so, really... The Runaway... The, the cool thing about this is that Runaways in the mid-2000s had a ton of... of uh, what's the word? Crossovers with Young Avengers. That was like the... Whenever there was an event, like Secret Invasion, Civil War, they just tied the two stories together. So I have a bunch of the trade paperbacks where it's just... Runaways and, and Young Avengers. Runaways and Young Avengers. They tied them all together for some reason. I don't know why they always did that, but that was their way. Like, oh, the teenage teams, we'll just group them together. We'll just, you know, they're not X-Men, so we'll just group them together. There were two completely different teams or two completely different themes, but they tied them together. And the only, the Runaways, the only real connection they have to any, like, major villain besides their parents is 
Victor being related to Ultron. And um, cool, he has a cool backstory. I mean, I get what you were saying, like, you know, like a waste character and like he's not even real in the MCU, but really cool story. Like his yeah, mom yeah. finds Ultron's head. Yeah, it's a it's a cool story. But then you have the, the Young Avengers is the team that makes the most sense because Patriots like uncle was like a black superhero that was that fought alongside Captain America and you had freaking Hulkling, which is the son of Captain the OG Captain Marvel, and you have Wiccan and Speed, which are Wanda and Vision's kids, and Kate Bishop, and then you have Stature, which is the son the, the daughter of Scott Lang, and you know, you have young vision, and I feel like I'm missing someone, but like you had the all these characters had super close ties to Avengers. And that's why they were like the Young Avengers. It was so cool because of that. And the Runaways was the opposite because they were just brand new characters that had nothing to lose. You could do whatever you wanted with them. Uh, they had one that was named after a little, literally named after a Beatles song. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Like, literally a character based off a Beatles song. Because she was an alien, and when she took her bracelet off, she was made out of this pure sparkling light. And it was just such a cool thing that I could go on for hours about 2000s Marvel and how they did so many things right, and then what they did wrong. And I just don't want them to go down this whole scrolls thing without developing the universe better. Um, I think, you know... When they did a, when they did Civil War and they skipped over the registra- registrations uh, act and what that really meant, I feel like they really screwed up the universe. I know there wasn't that many heroes at the time, but like they really, I think they need like with with Iron Man being dead, I think someone needs to bring up registration. Like this is important. We need to do this and have the si- like the side effects of that. What that meant on the Marvel universe was so catastrophic. You had people that were best friends for years taking sides against each other. And we got to see that little mini battle where Spider-Man's introduced, but like the extent of that in the comics was so huge. It was ground-shaking. And I hope they're building something like that because, you know, and, and, you know these, these lesser-known groups like Great Lakes Avengers... You know, I hope they do the Illuminati. Like, I would really like to, like, that's how we get Reed Richards, is, is he's an Illuminati. Like, because you already, you know, Iron Man doesn't exist anymore because he's dead, but you have, you could be flashbacks to him. It could be the protocol, the Iron Man with the, with the blue head, like the hologram Iron Man. It could tell yeah, you. Yeah, but you have flashbacks to them, like, this whole time of this stuff, and there was flashbacks of, you know, Doctor Strange... Reed Richards, Black Panther, and um, him all together, and then talking about this stuff. Like, that could be how they do it. I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought when they said the Iron Man coming back, that's how they're going to do it. Like, how they have the toys when he's just like a hologram in the suit and then like a blue head. That's how I figured that they're going to bring him back in other movies. But I was talking I hope I really hope they don't bring him back. I hey, think that would be dope, him. though. If he was like a hologram, like, it would just be cool, I guess. See how, how badly they messed that CGI up. But anyways, I liked Victor, and I was mentioning him in the chat because, uh, A, he's Vision's brother, 
whether it's fake or not, I understand. And he's Ultron's son. But it's dope to see he's addicted to vibranium uh, from Wakanda, the metal from Wakanda, because it does something to his circuits, like it calms his circuits, and he literally steals Claw's uh, entire hand because it's made out of vibranium and Claw's dead. So he has his whole hand in his like little locker and he's charging up on it. I just thought that was cool. Like they don't really show you superheroes or villains like with their little issues like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Shout out to Carlo with a dope background. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm I've been looking at it, right? I mean based based on based on what all of this can 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 potentially uh set up, well, I want to like really hear what everyone's you know final rating is on the show. I guess mine, mine, mine is a nine point five. To be honest with you, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Eight. Mine was like mine was like a nine point seven. Matt, no, no, Matt. No, you're giving it a 10 the other day. Give it a 10 the other day. And what do I say after that? I said, freaking, you watch. They're going to drop the ball. Now, nah, I'll give it an 8. Let's so, see. You can't average. That would mean that this last episode was like at least a negative 50 for it to go from a 10 to a negative 5. You can't. You can't. No, no, last episode. That. No, but I wanted, I wanted, last episode was like, was like, yeah, that was a 10. Yeah. Goes to an 8. It just drops. Don't mm-hmm. forget that was my first ten. Every every other time it's been like an eight or started off with a fucking three. So technically, it's still gone up in percentage. You know. So final eight. final rating uh, for we, we the can, season. We, can, we can't be biased, guys, or people are not going to tune in and watch because we have a lot of listeners that didn't like the show too. So my score got to be low. But I'm just joking. On a realistic, I'm between like a seven point five and an eight, like right where Nick. And Matt are like respectfully, like I said, as a whole, you know, it 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 it, it, it stacked up on the score. It just didn't have what I like, and I can respect everyone's opinion. Like you guys respect mine, so definitely. It's I like, don't respect that opinion, but okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's a pretty good way to wrap up on um, Wandavision. It is the series finale, so. We're probably not going to be doing any kind of more reviews on that, but we will be doing reviews on Winter Soldier and and the Fal- okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, after it's that, it's CW, right? Uh, we All can right. start. We can definitely start doing the CW shows. Lois and Superman. <laughs> Superman. What is the Superman on, Matt? You don't want to jump on Superman Lois, but that's episode three's next week. But but that's the only one I'd be worth reviewing. Yeah, I wouldn't even bother reviewing the Iris. I mean, the Flash. Oh, sorry, no, I, no. Nah, that, I think no. you're the one. I think you was pushing for the Superman and Lewis one, Lois one. Well, after the, uh, to be honest, these two episodes, I don't like. After these two episodes, like shit, it's worth it. But I, I wouldn't review any other CW show. Yeah, we'll definitely find it. Yeah, uh, Matt, we got we got to review Titans. We can we can definitely Titans. find a way to uh, yeah. so to, we to get all C- of these CW Superman and Lewis. Nah, no, I say that be Titans. We just do oh. Titans. Just do Titans. We can no definitely CW Superman. Okay. No, because they're gonna mess it up. Okay. <laughs> so the way to do all of these, we can either do them on Saturday. We can do them all on one on Saturday, or we can do them like throughout the week. I don't know how much time you guys have, but like 
I was thinking if we just do them on Saturday weekly, like we do, we can have like Matt watches uh, Superman and Lois. We can have Nick watch Titans and talk about Titans or something like that. Definitely, we can talk yeah, about cool, it later. Cool. But, cool. but I don't know for sure. For sure, we're gonna do the MCU ones, EW ones, uh, or DC in it general. It gives us more tags. Like we'll able exactly. to, we'll able to tag the video onto different genres, and maybe somebody likes Superman and they hate everything else that we're talking. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. That's that's what I was that's thinking. Cool. That's cool. But I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Wanda. I enjoyed doing these reviews with you guys. Um, other than that, I think the last thing is to say thank you for watching. To all our viewers, go on uh, uh, YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, follow us here on on Twitch. Check out um, all of our own individual things. You know, Nick has Vinyl Casket. Uh, Nuno has I Talk Comics. Talking Pop Culture with Matt. Uh, comic book biker with uh, Carlo and uh, Carlos has the is it omnipotence uh, yeah. or is it omnipotent? Omnipotent City Comics, just City like comics. that. That's some hippie name. That's some hippie <laughs> name, man. Some bro, hippie what's some happening hippie. here? What's happening here? On a final note, is that is that none of you have read Sword <laughs> of Thunder, and that's where that comes from, and you're just missing out. So it's all good. And I wanted, I wanted to shout out for everyone on the internet to know that Manny is a hater on all side doors. And if you're a fan of any of the side doors, that you should unsubscribe from any of Ma- Manny's channels. That is and untrue. And you can uh, subscribe to all of ours. That is untrue. I really like Frog Thor. So. <laughs> Frog Thor doesn't Frog count. Thor is, <laughs> so who's a hater now? No. But no, for real, thank you for watching. See you guys later.